The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Ruach Hashem Tenichenu Began Eden Amen Vemor Zekini Rabbi Yosef Ben Sarah Ruach Hashem Tenichenu Began Eden Amen Vashilema Yosef Ben Shilomo Ben Miriam Moshe Ben Dina Sarah Ruhamad Bat Rachel Sarah Bat Rachel And also Rufua Shilema Hana Etel Bat Shaina Ena Rufanulahim Ena Rufanulahim Ena Rufanulahim Fata Nefesh Fata Guf Fata Kira Bo Vishini Yosuf Ben Omar Amen Begin today's Dafan Ayin Chet Amud Bet And we are starting Three Four Five Six Lines Down now we know the law that if a husband hears a nedir, <coughs> right, and the day he hears the nedir, he doesn't uh, say anything, and then the night comes, so his shitika is considered like a kiyum, and therefore the nedir is hal, right? The nedir now is in existence. Now we discuss a guy, a husband, that he kept quiet, but not with intention to mekayim the nedir. He kept quiet. They call it lemekat. What is the mekat? It is like to spite, to spite, to spite her, the uh, the husband, the wife. Which means to give her uh, some sad. Which means silent treatment. He wants to give his wife the impression as if he's one of mekayim the neder, but he doesn't mean one mekayim the neder. He just wants to you know needle his wife. He's not going to say nothing as if uh, like she threatened him so to speak, and she's making such a neder. He kept quiet. He's as if he want to make such a neder. No problem. But in his brain, he doesn't want to... Yeah. He's just doing it lemekat, and the day passed. So the she'ilah is such a silence. Is it considered a kiyum or not? That's called lemekat, in spite. Okay? Look at the Iran, just to get to the Lashon. Amar of Yohanan has shotek al menat lemekat. Kedel lehaknit ishto. Now it's a needle his wife. Shetehe sevura shedato lekayim nidra. He wants to think that he wants to make kiyum. Later on, he's going to make kafaras. The clock does not start. He's able to be mefer even ten days later. Which means since his silence is not a real silence, it's a silence with an intent behind it. Therefore, I, the day passed, so what? He goes even up to uh, ten days. Which means he has until uh, until he wants to be mefir. Mativ Rava, so Rava's old. Which means now you're telling me that not all shitikot are equal. Yeah, there's a shitika that's mekayeb, and there's a shitika that's Mr. Mr. Clark didn't start yet. So the Gemara says, Mativ Rava. Remember, we learned many times already that when the Naram Orasa. Now you have a joint in the Na'aram or Asas Nidari. You have the father and the Baal. Mm-hmm. Right? If the Baal dies, so we said all the power goes back to the father. In certain cases, however. In what cases did we say Nitrukna? Nitrukna means it was transferred to the father. In which cases do we say? Let's listen closely. Bisman Shelosh Baal. It's either in the case where the husband never even heard of the Nidr, so it never even entered his domain. Domain. Or let's say he heard and kept quiet but died that day. So therefore he never really made a kiyum because he didn't live to the end of the day. Or better, he heard and he made hafara. So all you're missing just is the father's hafara. Now, but he has to die that day. But let's say he heard the nedir and he was mekayim. Or he heard the and he kept quiet. And died the next day. The law is once the husband makes a kiyum, and his kiyum is hal because he died the next day. That's it. So now uh, the neder cannot be mefed uh, uh, by the by, by the father. No, and yachol nefer. So Kebara says, "My love, b'shotek al menat lemekat." When you told me over here that the guy kept quiet and died the next day, you didn't make a haluk type of shitika. 
It's mashma even if the guy was shotek al menat lemekat, and still you tell me it's considered a kiyum, and therefore the power does not get transferred to the father. So the guy says, "I have a question." So the guy says, "Lo b'shotek al menat lekayim." Now I'll tell you the case was. The guy had a kavanah, and therefore, when he dies the next day, the kiyum is a kiyum, therefore it doesn't go back to the father. Uh, we have that case already. One of the cases is shama v'kiyim. Now, shama v'kiyim means what he heard, and that was v'kiyim. Now, if you're going to tell me the case of shitika is that he kept quiet, that's the case of shama v'kiyim. So then we have to tell me that the Shitika case is different, is a new scenario. What's a new scenario? Shama al-menat lemekat. That he heard it and his intention was to needle. And still you tell him, if he died the next day, then there is mikuyam. The Baraita gave several cases where the husband, the father does not inherit the rights. Mm-hmm. One case was Shama al-mekiyim. Okay, that's my mash. The, the husband that day heard the nidl and he was mikuyam. Now, Shama Vikim also means that what Shama, he heard the name Vikim. How do you be Mikayim and there? By keeping quiet to the end of the day, night, that also makes a Kiyum. Good? So now when you tell me, oh, Shama Vishatak, Vimitlamachar. You told me that, right? That Shama Vishatak is Shama Vikim. It must be Shama Vishatak is the case of what? Shama Vishatak Limikat. Where he kept quiet in order to needle, and still you tell me when he dies the next day, it's considered a kiyum, right? And therefore the father doesn't inherit. Oh, so it's a question of what you're telling me. So the Gemara says, Ela bishotek setam. Now I'll tell you the case. You know what the case is talking about? The guy kept quiet, stam. Which means he didn't have any kavana. He didn't have kavana to mekayim. He didn't have kavana to mekat. He just kept quiet. He wasn't thinking of anything. So the Hadush of the Braita is that a Stam Shetika oh. is a Kiyum. Okay. And when he dies the next day, it counts. So you have the explicit uh, guy that's Mekayim, that's uh, right away, it's Mekayim, out, right? right? Then you have a guy, Stam, he kept quiet. He didn't think too much, right? So the Hadush of it, that's also considered a Kiyum. kiyum. Masha'en Ken, Masha'en Ken, Masha'en Ken, the case of Lemekat, Oh. You have no rayan the mekat. I don't know. I can tell you the mekat in the chenami. The, the clock is still uh, open, mm-hmm. and therefore he's able to be a mifus. You don't see anything in this brayta that the mekat is considered a kiyum. Adrabam. I, I can establish the cases as such. Now look at the ran. Look at the ran. The ran says, "My love b'shotik amenat the mekat." We thought originally when it says, when the guy was Shama b'shatak, and then died the next day, it means even shatak, amenat lemekat. The kevan, the pasak metani, it just says blatant, I mean, uh, explicit. Shama b'shatak, umid bayum shalalaf, en yechod, lafir, kochitka b'mashma, means any shitika, afilu amenat lemekat. Alma, haak shitika, nami mikayemet. Lo, b'shotik amenat lemekayem. Adel kevan, amenat lemekayem. Shiyan nedr mikuyam bekakrumat shikimo b'libo. Which means the guy made a mamash, shama b'shatak means... He heard it, and he was shatak with kavanah to be mekayim. Oh, If you tell me shama v'shatak is the case where he heard the nedir and shatak amenat kayim, isn't that shama v'kayim? Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's the same case, which means I'm just clear the question. You don't have to wait till the end of the day, by the way, to mekayim nedir. If a guy in his heart, let's say, was shama v'shatak and was mekayim at that point, boom, it's hal right then. Which means if he's mekayim in his heart at that point, you don't got to wait till the end of the day. It's, it's, it's mekayim in his heart right then. So you told me already, shama v'shatak. So if you learn the cases of regular shama v'shatak, it's not, it's not like shama v'kiyim. It's the same thing. Ela must be shama v'kiyim. It's talking about where he heard the nedir and his heart, he was mekayim. And shama v'shatak means amenat lemekat. And you see what? That amenat lemekat is a, uh, is a kiyum. Comes again when I says, no, in this line, which means, he was quiet. He was quiet. He didn't do it, but he didn't want to commit yet to a kiyum. And he died the next day. How do you know this? He could be uh, even expressed this, by the way. Could be said, listen, you know, I'm waiting. 
I'm waiting. I'm not needling over. I'm not sure yet. I'm just gonna, you know, be quiet over here. Then what happened? The next day he died. So the hadush is, you wish to take stamp. It's it's it's, it's kiyum. And therefore, it does not go back to the father. But you don't have any proof over here on the case of demikat. So I'm gonna go somewhere else. Mativ Rav Chazda. Chomer behekem mebehefer ubehefer mebehekem. Good. There's chumrot on both sides. Hakamat neder has chumrot over hafara. And hafara has humrot over hakama. Let's eh, explain it now. Chomer behekem, hekem has a humra shashetika mekayemet. Just by keeping quiet, already it's a kiyum. The end shetika mevatelit, right? But his silence uh, cannot be mevatel the neder. It's obvious, right? You have to actually explicitly mevatel the neder. Right, the guy's just quiet, like we learned. Yeah. Right, he's quiet in his heart. He wants to be fair. No, you can't. Qu- quiet is humran. You didn't say anything? Kiyum. Kiyum does not venture to come and tell it. Good. Now, Kiyem Bilibo. Kayam. Kayam. Like we learned. If you made the Kiyum even in his heart, that's enough. Hefer Bilibo. Enum Mufar. Hafara in his heart is not good. Now, we have to point out that that's only talking when he said nothing. Because we learned on yesterday's daf, that if he said a lashon, for example, his wife made a neder, I'm not eating. And he told his wife, Tli, ochel, ve'ichli. Take the food and eat it. That's considered enough if with it he had a kavanah in his heart. So sometimes kavanah in the heart, fafara, is okay so long as it's coupled with a, with a language, with a verbal. Even though it's a vague verbal, it's the kabbananda heart will work with it uh, to do. But a hafara in totality in the lev no. does no. not be good. That's that's a very important point. Look at the ran on that, by the way. Look at the ran second line. Hefer bedibo eno mufar achi yosi b'svatav. V'der ebe anai diyalfina la meshitika diyom shemor. Listen to the ran. How do you know that? How do you know that a hafara cannot be done Only in the heart? How do you know the hafara has to be done? Verbally. So he says, we learn it from shitika. Why? Shehim mekayemet, right? If a guy kept quiet the entire day until sunset, right? So it's mekuyam. Now, the ta'ama mai, what's the reason why they gave you till sunset? V'yom shem'o. Mishum dekeman she'abar yom shemi'ah velo hefer. Now, the guy didn't say anything until nightfall. Gali that's already speaking, tell me what. Now, Alma, you see that what? The only reason why you need it till nightfall is because until nightfall you don't know, maybe he's still going to back out. But once he didn't open his mouth till nightfall, what does that show us in his heart? He wants it. But we give him the whole day to express himself. Until nightfall, maybe he'll change his mind. So we want to give him till nightfall. Now let's point out. Very important thing he just said that. Let's get the mechanics of how a kiyum works. Torah says you have until nightfall. I'm not talking about what? You were silent till nightfall? That already tells me very clearly you're, you're not interested in hafara. Because you would have made hafara by nightfall. And you know what? You've got to give the guy to nightfall because, you know, he's thinking, he's toying back and forth, so on and so on. Once nightfall came, you didn't open your mouth, we consume it's a kiyum. Now, let's point out, says Danan, you can have another type of kiyum, by the way. With the guy, here's the nether at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and in his heart he says, I'm mekayeming it now. That guy, that's kiyum right away. You don't got to wait till nightfall. That, that, that's like he pushed up the clock, and he already expressed, expressed it in his heart. So that's how you know kiyum is in the live. He's, don't, there's two ways to make a kiyum. Uh, I can just let the clock expire. So then the, the nether is not hal until sunset. And the logic being is, as we gave you that time, if you didn't express yourself uh, that you want to have farad, that means you, you want a kiyum. Or, I could push the clock backwards, so to speak, by actually, in my heart, saying, I, I want a kiyum this moment. Good. So he says, 
Okay, now that which we said if you do it in your heart, it's not enough. Right? Not so long as he didn't couple it with a with a language. But if he coupled it with a language, then hafarabi libo is legitimate. Now let's go back. Let's go back. Read the top line again in the Gemara. Shashitika mekayemet. The end shitika mevatelet. Kiyem belibo kiyem. Efer belibo enu mufar. Oh. Kiyem. Oh, another point. Once a person makes a kiyum. En yachol lehafir. That's it. That's exactly. You're stuck. Once you made a kiyum on the neder, it's locked in. You cannot go now, change your mind, oh, I want to make a farah. No. However, hefer, en yachol lekayim. Okay, both, both ways. ways. Now, that's not a humrah, obviously. And the Iran points out, that's once already we're discussing the subjects, we gave an item here also that they're equal. That once you commit to one of the two items, it is what it is. Now, katani, now, we learned, shashitika mekayimit. Now we're going back. You just told me that shitika being silent makes kiyum. My love, beshotek aminat lemekat. Well, you didn't tell me what type of shitika. So maybe it's even a shitika aminat lemekat. Where he's being quiet, just to needle his wife. And still, what are you telling me? Shitika mekayimit. So therefore, you see that what? That aminat lemekat is still a kiyum. No, beshotek aminat lekayim. No, I'll tell you the case talking about where he had a shitika with intention to be kayam the neder. His intention was uh, to do the neder. That's why it's kayam. So give us what I mean. Hainu kiyem belibo kiyem. Which means that's the second case. Kiyem belibo. Which means the first case says shitika me Right? Then we have another case. Kiyem belibo kayam. Now, you got to give me two cases here, by the way. It's the same so far. Kiyem belibo means, I'll tell you, the guy was mekayem in his heart, he was shotek, he was mekayem in his heart. Good. Now, what's shitika mekayem? you got to give me a new case. So, I'll tell you, know what shitika mekayem means? Shitika mekayem means, he was shotek amenat lemekat. Now, you justify the two cases of the writer. Yeah. Ela b'shotek setam. Go back to the old answer. Okay. One case is talking, shitika mekayem means, he kept quiet, stam. And what's the idush over here? That a stam shitika is a kiyum. And the next case is kiyum bilibo, means oh, he actually was mekayim in his heart. Two o'clock in the afternoon, he said uh, in his heart, uh, I want it to be out. So in both cases, we didn't touch the lemekat case. Right, yeah. You see basically the skeleton we're doing over here? We're always thinking that the lemekat case is one of the cases of kiyum. And we're backing out of it by putting the case of stam. That's the, uh, that's the, the root. Oh, now the Gemara goes. We're going to like this. Ashkechan Homer Bechem Bechem. You just told me the cases where Hafara, where Hakama is more Mahmir than Hafara. Bechem Bechem Minalan. What's the opposite? Where do you see the Humra of Hafara over Hakama? Now that word Minalan, Minalan is not a precise language. Minalan is usually looking for a Pasuk. It's really like, uh, you know, what is it? What's, what's the case? Which means, once you make a hefer, the neder is off. You cannot go to a rabbi after you made hafara and make she'ela on your hafara. Mm-hmm. Nothing here to make uh, it's gone. But she'enken, if a guy made a hakama. He could make she'ela on his hakama. Right. Let's point out. While he would not be able to change his mind alone, like we learned earlier, once you make a hakama, you cannot say, oh, oh, but she'elat hakam by hakama is not. So that's the humra. Good. We continue. Mativ Ravkana. We're still challenging this Lemekat case. You told me that that's not considered a Shetika, that you start 10 days to, to, to make a Farah. We're going to challenge it now. Mativ Ravkana. Pasuk from the Torah. Vima harish ya harish la isha. This is talking about on the day that the husband heard the Neder. Harish ya harish. He kept quiet. So what do we say? Then the Neder is Mikuyam. Uh, 
Yeah, you want to see the whole uh, pasuk? It says, "V'imachanesh yarish ta'isha miyom eliyom, v'ekim et kol edareha, od kol esareha asher asena asher aleha, hekim otam." They're considered mekuyam ki yarish la biyom shemo. So long as he kept quiet at the end of the day, biyom shemo hal. Beshotek al menat lemekata katub etaber. Oh, Kibra comes along and says, "You know what that pasuk when he kept quiet? Al menat lemekat." Well, he did it, he was quiet, but he did it uh, together, to, to fool her, to think that. How do you know that? So the Gibraltar says, I tell me, but you take Amenat, and, and what's the point? And you tell me that the Nader is Kayam. So the Gibraltar says, what do you mean? Atta Omer, Bishotek Amenat de Mekat. O eno ela Bishotek Amenat de Kayim. What are you talking Maybe the case is a regular case where the guy was Shotek. Amenat de Kayim de Nader, a regular case. It was coming out with the Kayim, right? So it comes to Gabbana and says, Kishihu Omer ki yeherish la, which is at the end of that pasuk, Hare b'shotek amenat lekayim akatu medaber. Already we have a case of shotek amenat lekayim at the end of the pasuk, because it says three times in this pasuk. It says, V'ima harish ya harish la isha miyom ilyom, that at the end of the pasuk it says, Hekim otaki yeherish la miyom shavu'o. So the case of a guy being quiet, lekayim, I know that from the end of the pasuk. Hamani mikemi maharish yaharish la isha. So what I do at the beginning of the pasuk, b'shotek amenat lemekatek katu medaber. Tiyufta refutation, which means I have two same words. I actually have three same words, which we'll see in a second. But let's assume it's two words in the same pasuk. Beginning with maharish yaharish la, and then at the end it says heharish la. So, okay. But well, one of them means Yairish La. Stop, right? The guy kept quiet. Uh, sunset came. And that's it. You lost your ability to be mefer. Good. Now, what's the first Yairish I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, must be talking about another case of Shetika. We have the regular case of Shetika, so that must be talking about a case of Lemekat. <laughs> oh, and what are you telling me? That if the guy was Shotek Lemekat and the sunset came, <laughs> Hekim. Oh, so you see from the Pasuk now. That even though the guy had intentions, Lemekat, still the nether is hal. So wait, based on what we're learning till now, we always have that patent answer. Maybe the extra Hadish is talking about Stam. Which means, maybe the less the Hadish is talking about where kept, he, he kept quiet to Mikayim. Good. The first Hadish is talking about what? He kept quiet Stam. Which means he didn't commit to anything, right? Then, then they passed. And the Hadush Torah is even a stam shetika, is hal. Oh, so then we have no ra'ayah for mekat. The Gibraltar is going to answer that question. You actually have three ahadishes over here. You have ima harish, ya harish, and then at the end, ki harish la. So one is talking about a regular shetika, one is talking about shetika and setam, and one is talking about amenat le mekat, and all, of this, all the pasuk says what? Kiyum. Therefore, knock out the law, you have a bifiru. So let's read that inside the Gemara now. The Gemara says, what do you mean? Vilokim ha-bishotek amenat le kayim. Which means, why don't you say that one pasuk is talking about amenat le kayim, and ha-bishotek setam. And the other one is talking about shotek setam, and you have no proof le mekat. Says There's a third person there. There's a third one. So then, why the Khadami put them all in there? Put Setam in there. Put Shotek in there, and, uh, and, uh, and put the Mekat in there as well. Okay. Now look at the Ran. Just one Ran, very important Ran. Kishu Omer ki Yaharish laHare b'Shotek Amad leKayim. Amad leKayim laHar Zeman. Shedatosh yitkayim kishi avor Yom Shemiah. אבל אין דעתו שיהיה מקוים בשתיקה זו, דייך יהבי מצא, איך ימצא מפר בכל יום שמיעה. ולא יודע מי היש שותק אמרה לקיים דהך, אז אנו שותק. The Ram points out just a very important note over here. He comes along and says like this. Whenever it says in the Gemara, שותק אמרה לקיים, there's two ways of learning that terminology, שותק אמרה לקיים. In his heart he already said I accept. Now, now, which means o'clock. either he said shotek amalekem, he wants it to happen immediately, or shotek amalekem, he kept quiet until yeah, sunset. Yeah. So that I'm just saying, you have to, whenever you see that terminology, shotek amalekem, you got to go with the context yeah. where we're talking. In this pasuk, for example, imacharesh, taharishi, right? And we say shotek amalekem is one of the cases. It means he shotek amalekem until sunset. Because the pasuk is really teaching me 
that until such it has the ability to be mefer. If he was shotek on the immediately, he doesn't have to such it to be mefer. Already it is locked in. So therefore you just have to know in the context of when you're reading, when it says, again, shotek on the can be one of two cases. Either it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, shotek on the akshav. Now once he does it akshav, there's no more for that guy. Or no, shotek on the when sunset hits. Now to that guy, he has to sunset to make a farah. That I'm just speaking at, in this pasuk, it's referring to the second type of shiti kamen al kayim, because the Torah is telling you he has until sunset. Mm. That means he has a farah until sunset, that means we saw shiti kamen al kayim until the end of the day. That's what the Ran is speaking of. Bottom line, we knocked it out. Therefore, if a guy makes a nair, a lady makes a nair, the husband says, you know what, I'm going to trick my wife a little over here, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep quiet, silent treatment, she'll think the nair is kayam. Next day comes, it is kayam. The husband loses his rights to make hafara, and we're supporting it from a pasuk. Now, lechaura, the Gemara should finish over to yufta. We knocked it out. The Gemara over here, interestingly, is giving another to yufta. Hmm. It's going to be another knockout. Now, normally, once you get a to yufta, it's over. So the Ran says that the reason why he's bringing another to yufta is like this: just in case somebody will have an answer to the first knockout. No, you got another knockout right behind it. So therefore, it's giving you a double, uh, a double tiyufta. So the Kabbalah Gemara says now, with the second one, Rava, right? Rava comes along as this question from our Mishnah that we had a couple of days ago. Nadraim Hashicha. Great. You have a case of a lady. It's Motzei uh, Shabbat. Okay, she made the neder right before Hashicha, right one before minute. sunset. Right. Mefer la adchilo Hashicha. Right. He's got to get his hafara in there. Before the night comes. Why? She'im lo efer v'hashcha. Because if he didn't make hafara and then the, the night came. Game over. That's it. It's too late. He misses it. Oh. Amai. Why are you telling me that? Leve keshotek amenat lemekat. The case shouldn't be worse than the case of shotek amenat lemekat. Tiyufta. What is he talking? Let's read the ran. Let's read the ran. Look at the ran. First wide line. Matif Ravan, Nadraim Hashecha, Falgad, the Totav Hadazimna, even though we knocked them out once, Mudvin and Ale too. We're going to give a second question. Venafkamina, the Imashkirinam Piruka, Bahid and Ale, if somebody finds an answer to the first knockout, I can't have you after you. You still have the second one alive. Okay. Sheim Lohefer, if you got to make Afara, the Hashecha, Ella Kolafet, Tamayahiv, the mighty Mifrim Bishabat, Afilu Shilolit Soreka Shabbat, the Fishasha over it. Remember we learned. That when this lady makes this nidr close oh, yeah. to sunset, yeah. that's obviously not a Shabbat nidr. Because what is she making a nidr right before the end of Shabbat? That she's not going to eat? There's no eating there right before yeah. the Shabbat. She's not going to put on makeup or, or jewelry. It's obviously not a Shabbat-related nidr. Because the Shabbat's over. Yeah. And what do you learn from this Mishnah? That when it comes to hafarah of the husband, even items that are not Shabbat-related, he's able to be mefed. And what was the logic? The logic was because if he doesn't mefed now, it's over. He's stuck. So therefore, we give him the uh, we give him the right to be fit, even the darim that are shelo letzorich Shabbat. Next round, Gemara says, "Ve'amai." What are you telling me? Why? Leve, let the guy be not worse than a shotek amenat lemekat. Now, the e amar b'shotek amenat lemekat matzim mefar. If you're going to tell me that what a shotek amenat lemekat can be kafara later on. Because Kavara really was not to be Kayim the Nedir. Which means, if the rabbis would tell this guy that what? You're not allowed to make uh, uh, hafara on Shabbat for nedarim that are not uh, related, to related to Shabbat. If they would tell that guy that, right? So now the guy is stuck. He's being quiet, right? He, he has no choice. But in his mind, he really wants to be mefer, which means he's not worse than a guy that's aminat lemekat. Which what's the logic of the guy lemekat? What's the logic why you say the nedar is still uh, open? Because the guy, he don't mean it. He don't want to be mefed the neder over there, right? So therefore, in the, right, he wants, he wants, he doesn't want the neder. He wants to eventually be mefed. So therefore, uh, so the same thing over here. In this mishnah, would you tell me? Would you tell me, hey, listen, uh, this guy before Shabbat over here, we're gonna, we're gonna let you uh, make a friday, daddy. You know why? 
Because if you don't make a Ferrari Darim, yeah. you're going to lose it. Why is he going to lose it? He doesn't want it. Let the rabbis tell him, you know what? There's not Surah Shabbat, you can't do it. Now, the guy's going to be quiet, obviously, right? Now, that guy's silence. Why is he silent? Because he can't He's say silent because the rabbi silenced him, but he doesn't really... He want to be silenced. He doesn't want to be. He really wants to be Mefed uh, and Eder. So then, but this guy, which is why, why did the rabbis... Right. So it's a very nice proof. Why did the rabbis give the guy hafara rights? Mishnah tells us, you know why he gave him hafara rights? Because if he's going to wait until sunset, he's out. Why? Why is he out, rabbis? I go the other way. I say, you know what? Don't give him rights. Tell him you can't be mefed on Shabbat. So the guy's going to what? Be quiet. But why is he being quiet? Because he has no choice. It means he really doesn't want to be... Mekayim. Therefore, when sunset comes, he can still go. It shouldn't be worse than Mekat. Yeah. But from the fact that the rabbi didn't give him that option, Shows you they must hold her. Once you're quiet for any reason, sunset comes. and sunset comes, you're out. Damn. Therefore, we got to give you the hetet to make a farah on Shabbat. That's the ayah that the mekat is mekuyam. So to that, the Gemara says, you're right. The yufta. That's what I got punched as well. Can we give a third one? Mativ Rav Asher. Rav Asher comes along and gives another question on this. Yodeya ani sheyesh nedarim. Guy comes along, husband. He says, listen, I know my wife has nedarim on her. I know this. She made nedarim. I'm aware of them. Avar ani yodeya sheyesh mefirim. I never knew there's a law of hafara. I was not aware that I have rights to be mefir. I didn't learn the halakha. Nobody taught me. So the deen is yafir. On the day that he finds out the halakha, now you start the clock. Which is the clock of Yom Shemo'ah doesn't start until he knows that he has an ability. Right. But if the guy don't know he has an ability to be fair with it doesn't, uh, doesn't start. Which is a year later. Right? He's, uh, he comes to Shi'ur, he learns uh, Baal's Baal Mefer. Well, Baal's Mefer? Oh, no. I didn't know that. Okay, boom, the clock starts. He has till sunset to, to work on those uh, Nedarim. Yeah. Okay. Yodeya Ani Sheyesh Mefidin. He says, listen, I know that there's a lot of hafara. I'm aware of that. Aval, any yodea shezeh neder. But I didn't know that the neder, and I knew she made a neder, by the way. I just didn't know that this neder qualifies for hafara. Because as we're going to learn, not every neder that a wife makes can the husband be mefer. He says, I know the law of hafara, and I knew she made neder. I just didn't know that this item, this neder, is in the category of hafara. Machloket. Bimir says, you missed it. You're too late. You knew enough. You knew about a neder. You know about hafara. You're out. Yafir. Achir come and say, you know what? You can still make hafara. Oh, ve'amai. Why? Shouldn't be worse than shotek amenat lemekat. What's the proof? Ran. Look at the ran. Let's start from Matif. That's <laughs> Very important. Not. The clock doesn't start till the guy knows the laws of Afara. Good. any Yodeya He's I know the laws of Afara. I don't I know this qualifies. Meaning Sorry, you knew the law of Afara. You heard a neder. Sorry, you didn't know about this neder. If that's qualified, you're out. Tachemim omrim yafer. The kevat shelo yadaf for that neder. You didn't know that this neder falls into the category lo mikri yom shemiyah. That's the facts now. Now let's apply lemekat sevaravim. Vim ita deshote kamerat lemekat mefer. If it is amerat lemekat, he's still alive. He's still alive, but you can still have a farah. Amai omer. Rabbi Meir lo yafer. Why is Rabbi Meir coming to tell me lo yafer? Deha iu lo shatak ela mishum shelo ayah yodeya sheyachol yafer. So why why did the guy keep quiet? 
Because he didn't know that it could be, but it wasn't a quiet of kabbalah to be, uh, to be. So therefore, it shouldn't be worse his quietness than a guy that's quiet lemekat, where he doesn't have intention to be mefer. So therefore, you see what from the fact that he says lo yafer, because you were quiet. Bottom line, on that day, you were quiet on that day. It's not like uh, it's, it's not different than lemekat. Bottom line, therefore, it's mekuyam. Again, go with the logic. If you held the mekat, which what's, what's the seven of the mekat? I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm fooling her. I don't mean to do it. This guy's not worse than that. This guy over here, if I think he's better, he didn't know. He didn't know. I'm being, I'm being quiet. Don't, don't interpret my quietness uh, that I want to be a kid. I don't even know that I was able to be a kid, so it shouldn't be worse. But from the fact that he's done, I don't care. You're stuck. You were quiet. You're out. Now the night takes it even a step further. Don't think the question is only according to the Bimi'ir. The question's even Alibad and Banan. Because they said what? Yeah, fair. They still say, you're in the game. He says, The rabbis are only arguing on the Bimi'ir in the Sebara that we consider this not Shemi'ah, which is we don't consider it Yom Shemo'ah. And therefore the clock did not start it. That, that's the argument between Rabbanan and Bimi'ir in this case. Why, why did Rabbanan say Kibim Mefer? Because they say, so long as you didn't know that this Nedir is uh, subject to Hafal, it's like you didn't hear yet. And he heard it. Aval, he had but if if it would be a shimi'ah, they agree also that if it would be considered a shimi'ah, his silence is mekin. Yeah. They're just saying the clock didn't start yet. Okay. So even the banan hold what a silence is a hekin. Ela do the ela v'day mashma deshotek amenat lemekat v'matzemefer. And therefore the Gemara concludes, There's a third knockout on that subject. Therefore the Ran concludes, And just like Stam, Shetika is Kiyum, I only have till that day, Of course if he does it immediately, Two o'clock in the afternoon, Shuv we begin the 11th and final pedic of Masechet Nedarim. Ve'elu Nedarim Shehu Mefer. We now discuss what type of Nedarim can be husband, Mefer, nullify for his wife. Which means not every Neder is uh, subject to Hafara. The Mishnah is going to tell us which indeed Nedarim are subject to Hafara. Ve'elu Nedarim Shehu Mefer Devarim. Things that are subject to inu nefesh, which means where it causes her tsar. The Gemara is going to explain what type of things would that be. For example, let's say she says she's not going to eat something, or she's not going to drink, and things like that, that would cause her uh, pain. So things like that, that are inu nefesh, are uh, subject to hafara. Furthermore, the Ran points out things that are benole bena private things that affect the husband, interpersonal things between the husband and the wife, that also is subject to hafara. The Ram points out, first one, father can be mefed the same for his daughter. Like we're going to see in the Gemara, that a new nefesh type of nedarim, he's able to be mefed them, in totality, ben la'atzmo ben la'achirim. We'll see what those words mean when we get to the Gemara. What does it mean, ben la'atzmo ben la'achirim? Ma she'en ki medvarim she'enu de bena, she'enu mefed la'achirim el la'atzmo. But things that are beno de bena, things that are between the husband and wife, you have a limited uh, 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 amount of hafara, right? So we'll see in the Gemara exactly what that means. So comes the, um, that is an interesting uh, Rambam over here. The Rambam, over here has a shita that says the father is able to be mefer all of the nedarim of his daughter. He does not make a chiluk uh, between whether it's devarim beno lebenad, devarim of inu nefesh, all nedarim that a daughter makes, the father is able to be mefer. Now, the problem is they asked the Rambam, uh, how can he posek like this? Because there is a sifri. What does the sifri say? The Sifri says like this, 
that the koah hafara shel baal benedre ishto mukbal lenedarim sheish pemenu nefesh hafara taav lebito gamken mukbal lenedarim misugze, which means just like the father, the husband can only be mefer enu nefesh, so to the the father, just like the husband can only be mefer enu nefesh, the father also enu nefesh. Not only darim, but the Rambam says all the darim. They ask the Rambam a question. Rabbi, what do you do with the Sifri? So the Rambam says, well, first of all, our Babli does not bring that uh, uh, Sivara down. And from the fact that the Babli didn't bring it down, it's arguing on the Sifri. It must be the Sifri is a Da'at Yahid. And therefore, the Rambam is prosek against all the Rishonim. And says a father can be mefir all the Nidarim of his daughter, but agrees when it comes to the husband, only Nidarim of Inui. And the Darim Shebeno, they've been a very famous opinion of the Rambam. So again, Ve'elu Devarim Shehu Mefer Devarim Sheyesh Ba'in Ainu Nefesh. Im Erhas, Ve'im Lo Erhas. For example, she says, if I wash, if I don't wash. The Gemara will explain, why did she say it that way? If I wash, if I don't wash. Im Et Kashet, Ve'im Lo Et Kashet. If I put on uh, makeup, or if I don't put on makeup. Now, Daran uh, points out over here, when we're talking about makeup, we make up on the face. Makeup on the face, the Rambam says, "Kishuta panim, kegon, kechol upikos." That's regular cosmetics. The behahu, the svil, the rabbanon, the mefer, mishum, the inui nefesh. The rabbis hold that if she says she's not going to put on makeup, that's considered like an inui nefesh. It's like causing her uh, pain to herself. But there's kishut shelmata. Kishut shelmata is if she's going to uh, take off hair. The panim shelmata, that's considered a kishut as well. But that's beno de bena. That's not a considered a, a nui nefesh. I that's considered beno lebena. That's what the Ran has to point out. We're talking about kishut shel paneh shel ma'ala. Okay. And any event, the Mishnah continues. Amar biyoseh, biyoseh says no. En elu nidre nui nefesh. The items you just mentioned, meaning if I shower, if I don't shower, if I put on makeup, if I don't put on makeup, that's not considered a nui uh, nefesh. Ella, what are those nedarim called? That's called devarim shebeno lebena. According to you said these are items that qualify for Inu Nefesh. Amra, she said, Kunam Perot Haolam Alai. She so said herself, all perot of the entire world. Now that's Inu Nefesh. The husband has rice to be mefer that because there's no way out of that. And it's very difficult because she can go a whole life not eating any type of fruit. However, if she says, Perot Medina Zualai, let's say she says, No, I'm only osering. Fruit from this country on me. No problem. So let him bring fruit from a different place. That's not considered a new nefesh. Because since she can get fruit from a different medina. Or let's say she said like this. I'm not eating fruit from this shopkeeper, from this fruit store. He can't be fed either. Because let, let her go get fruit from a, uh, let bring a fruit from a different fruit store. However, But let's say that's the only fruit store that gives him credit. So therefore, it's the only place where he can shop. So he's not going to get her fruit from anywhere else. So therefore, when she says this, and I'm not going to this store, that's a new nefesh. Harez a yafir. Yafir, he can make a farad. Devrer, Now let's go back to the case. Oh, so the Gabbara is going to ask that question. Number one, how many times you have to say Rabbi Yosef? The, 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 the top line of the Mishnah says Rabbi Yosef, and then the end says Rabbi Yosef. The Gabbara is going to ask that question. Furthermore, we have to understand the case where she says, I'm not going to eat fruit in the Medina. It cannot be talking about the Medina that they're living in. Because if she's making an isu that she's not going to eat fruit in the Medina that they're living in, so that's Ainu Nefesh. You're not going to make the husband go get a fruit from uh, a different country? And they have to say that she was osir fruit from a different country. And therefore he can get her fruit from the country that they are living in. So therefore that's not considered Ainu Nefesh. That's the way the Ran speaks up. Okay, now the Gemara begins. Oh, so it's only Nedarim that have Ainu Nefesh. Those are the Nedarim that he can be Mefer. She'en ba'im Ainu Nefesh. She'en Mefer. So it's Basra. If there's no Ainu Nefesh, means she's not uh, causing herself any suffering, then you cannot be Mefer. What are you talking about? Hatanya ben ish le'ishto, ben av le'bito. What do we learn from the words ben ish le'ishto? That even things that are not necessarily to, uh, suffering to her, but things that are interpersonal between the husband and the wife, he has the right to be mifed those nidarim as well. So basically, there's two types of nidarim. So why did the uh, Mishnah only say nidre inu nefesh? There's another uh, section called beno lebena. So Gibran says, Amre, halen vehalen mefer. You're right. Both types of nedarim is able to be mefer. Miu, inui nefesh mefer le'olam. Which means any type of neder. That's inui nefesh. When he makes hafara, it is mufar le'olam forever. 
what does it mean forever? Which is even after they get divorced. You're right. Even they get divorced, doesn't matter. The hafara remains intact. Oh, but if there's no inu nefesh, means it's the verim shabro. The benami things that affect him. It's only considered hafara as long as they're married. But listen to this. Once he gets divorced, it's not Beno de anymore. It's not his wife. Therefore, the Nidr comes back on her. So there was a tremendous stuff coming out between Inu Nefesh and Beno de Bena. Keep in mind, there's only a Havamin. The Gemara is going to reject this. But in the Havamin, the Gemara is saying what? Inu Nefesh is conclusive. Hafara never comes back on. Beno de Bena, so long as they're married. Once they get, she, they get divorced, boom, the Nidr. Comes right back on her. Now, the Gemara speaks this out. Right, that's talking about at all. Also, comes the Gemara and says, "What are you talking about?" Are you telling me that that you're telling me that when she gets divorced, the Nedir comes back on? Is that uh, possible? Why? We have a Mishnah. Rabbi Hanan ben Nuri Omer. Yafir. Shemme yigarshenna vetehe asuralo. Kabbalah says in the name of Rabbi Hanan ben Nuri. A very interesting halakha. Advice. A person's married to a lady. What do we tell the guy? Listen. Make hafaran edarim on the hanedarim. Why? Because we're concerned that maybe you're going to get divorced to her and she's going to become asur to you again to remarry. What's the case we're talking about? We're discussing a case over here where a lady, let's say, comes along and says, I am not going to serve you. I'm forbidding my, uh, myself to, to, to serve you. To serve you. Hakamim come along and say, you don't even have to mefer that nidr. Because bottom line, she's mishubat to the husband, like we know the masikat ketubot, certain services, and therefore you cannot oser bekunam, something that is a shi'bud. However, Rabbi Hanan bin Nuri says, Yafir. He has to make a fara on that nidr as well. And as the Ran speaks out, Shimlo Yafir, that's what he says. If he's not going to make a fara, Yahula Nidr Kishi Garshena. You're right, when they're married, the nidr has no halut. Because Sparman is Mishubad. But when is the nidr going to be hal? After they, in the event that they get divorced, now the nidr is to be hal that she's not going to serve him. Now he'll never be able to marry her back because how could you marry a lady? Automatically she's going to serve you. So therefore, Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri gives advice. Listen, if she makes such a nedir, make a hafara. Not for now. But in the event that you're going to get divorced, that nedir is going to be, if you don't make hafara, the nedir is going to be hal. So comes the land and says, What do you see from here? That, now, that, now that's a bit, it doesn't come back. Very good, that's a question. Which means, it's a benona bena item. These are items that affect the husband. So what do we say? Mefer. Why mefer? Because in the event that they get divorced, what's going to happen? The nidr will be off if we can remarry her. Mashmawat. That even benole bena items, in the event of a divorce, they go off. But you just told me benole bena items, after they get divorced, comes back. So we're rejecting that whole line of reasoning. The Gemara gives now a new mehalach. The Gemara says, Alma, what's the question? Ki la Which means, when he divorces her, and he made the hafara mi'ikara, it is considered a hafara, it doesn't come back. So you give us you're right. Amre. Halen, the halen, havya hafara. Both cases, the hafara is conclusive. Inu nefesh, beno lebena, the hafara is not only now, but even after the divorce. The hafara is hal, doesn't come back. In both cases. Ela nidre, inu nefesh, but there's a difference. When it comes to inuy nefesh, types of nedarim, mefer ben le'atzmo u ben le'achirim. Which means like this. What is le'atzmo and le'achirim now? Now we explain this concept. Guy gets divorced. So long as she doesn't get remarried to somebody else, she can always go back to the first husband. Yes? Once she gets married to somebody else, he cannot now take her back. So the law of inuy nefesh is like this. Let's say she made some sort of nedir, she's not going to do something, she's not going to eat fruit, let's say, whatever. She's not going to eat fruit, uh, you know, the whole world. So the guy can make hafara, right? Now they get divorced. The hafara remains. That's ben la'atzmo. Because he could still really take her back. So it's still viable. Ben la'ahirin. Even
even if she marries somebody else, where now she cannot go back to still the Inu Nefesh Neder is Mufar. That's Ben Na'atzma, Ben Na'arim. Whether she didn't get remarried to somebody else yet, or she did get remarried to somebody else, the Neder is Mufar. However, and Ben Inu Nefesh, I mean, just Benole Bena, Le'atzma Mufar. So long as she didn't get remarried, it's still considered Benole Bena, because they can get remarried still. And therefore, because she didn't get married to somebody else. However, But once she gets married to somebody else, now there's no Beno Lebena anymore. Because she, he cannot uh, ever take her back. Now the Nedir comes back. So therefore, let's just review what comes out of here. And there's a, there's a, a distinct difference between Beno Lebena and Enu Nefesh. Enu Nefesh has got nothing to do with the guy. It's with the girl. It's on the lady. If I don't care, the Nedir is Mufar after the divorce. Even if she got married to somebody else, bottom line, it's on her. It's Mufar. It's got nothing to do with the husband, that. It's Mufar in all cases. Ben La'atzmo, Ben La'ahirim. Even if she went and got married to somebody else. However, in Yanim of Ben Bena, it's only going to be when she's still Shayach to be Ben Bena. When is that? Even after a divorce. Why? Because as long as she didn't get married to somebody else, it's still Shayach to be Ben Bena. He can take her back. So the Nid is going to be Mufar. However, once she gets married to somebody else, there's no, there's no sheikhut anymore, benole ben anymore. He can never take her back. Therefore, the neder is going to resurface. And that's the haluk between benole ben anidarim and enu nefesh. And the Gemara now makes it the yuk. Gemara says, Vehachi ketani. And now, now we understand, uh, the statement. Which statement is that? The statement of our Mishnah. El, or the statement of Rabbi Yosef. These are the nedarim that he is mefer ben laatzmo uben laacherim. And which are those nedarim sheish paim inui nefesh? Very good. Which is when it comes to inui nefesh ben laatzmo. When he got divorced, she didn't get married, or whether she got married to somebody else. Now let's get the ran. Vehachi ketani. I'm just reading the ran. Ve'elu dim shu mefer ben laatzmo laacherim. The kevet tani mefer stama. When it says, these are the dream, can be mefer, mefer is mashma forever, which means it's conclusive. Ben la'atzmo, ben la'acherim. And that is the pshat in uh, the chiduk uh, between these types of nedarim. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.